A good Chodesh, a good month to everyone, and may we all indeed be signed and inscribed for a much better year than we had this year, Mitzvah And today's daily Torah on the first day of Rosh Chodesh Elul is Le'ilu Nishmas for the sake of the glorious ascent of the radiant, beautiful soul of my Zaydi, my grandfather, Eliyahu ben Moshe Aaron. And I could speak for hours and hours and hours about my Zaydi, but in honor of Rosh Chodesh Elul, I wanted to share at least one idea about my Zaydi, about my grandfather, that for at least me, for myself, I take tremendous inspiration in how I try to connect to Hashem based on this aspect of my Zaydi, my, my grandfather. And so I wanted to share that with you today in honor of his Yurtzeit, and I think it's a really good way to go into the month of Elul, which is a month about, of course we know, that the month of Elul is an acronym that stands for Anila Dodi Vedodi Li, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. A month that's about Shuva, returning to God, and returning to God means, because of course God geographically is everything and everywhere, returning means strengthening our relationship and our consciousness and our feeling of being face-to-face with Hashem. That's what Shuva is, and that's what it means that I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. It's not about geographical proximity. We're always, quote-unquote, close to God geographically. It's sort of like you could imagine, you know, during this time of the pandemic, and I'm not judging anyone, but this has been a, a very good litmus test, an indicator to see from people that are married what their marriage is like. And there are a lot of divorces have happened because of the pandemic, and the opposite, there are families that have gotten closer because... The opposite, when you're in close proximity, that's the real time to see if one is in a deep consciousness and relationship. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. When you're distant and far away, it's easy to convince oneself that one misses and wants. But when you're close, that's when it's the real test. And with Hashem, it's the same thing. We don't ever believe theologically, rationally, that God is quote-unquote far, but I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. Tshuva means a relationship, consciousness, and that doesn't mean that we'll never sin. <laughs> we could try, but the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, Halavai Benani, our motto has to be Halavai, we could be a Benani, we could be somebody that never sins, but... That doesn't mean the relationship with Hashem can't be constant because our relationship with God is not conditional. It's an unconditional presence. And that's what I want to talk about my Zaydi, my grandfather, on his relationship with Hashem. You see, because my grandfather, he was a man by the name of Ernest Lefkowitz. If any of you are familiar with anyone that lived in Williamsburg for many years, he had a fruit and vegetable store in Williamsburg, Called, Ern- called Ernest's Fruit Mart on Broadway. That's what he did for a living. He was sold fruit and vegetables. He was not a very well-learned person. He was an orphan before the age of 10. He grew up with his uncle. <clears throat> he was a very bright person, but unfortunately he never had a chance to be educated. It always hurt him his whole life. And he didn't even know how to learn, forget about Gemara, I mean, Mishnah. He, he Basically, he was a Jew who was known by Hasidim as an Ish Pashut, a simple Jew. My Zaydi, Ernest Lefkowitz, Eliobin, Moshar, and he was a clean-shaven guy with a black hat with a feather in his cap. <coughs> Nobody would consider him extraordinary if anyone, anyone that met him, except for the fact that he happened to have been an extraordinarily 
amazingly kind, generous, and loving person. He happened to have an extraordinary personality. I think he was a tzaddik and he was so full of love of people. And, and, and During Shiva, after he passed away, my, my Baba used to cry that all these people came out of the woodwork and said how much my anxiety did for them. But when it comes to relationship with God, so to speak, you didn't see on him. He wasn't one of those people that like, you know, everyone could tell. He, he didn't... He was simple in that way. He wasn't very well learned. He never got a chance to learn very much. But he was the perfect example of what the Baal Shem Tov taught, that the Pshitas of an Ish Pashat, Nemtzach von Pshitas Ha'atzmos, the Baal Shem Tov taught that the simplicity of a simple Jew comes for this, from the simplicity of the essence of God. You see, being a simple Jew, as Rab Nachman of Breslov explains, in the deepest and most complicated way of hundreds of pages, being simple is the most difficult thing to achieve. Being simple in that way comes from the simpleness of God's essence. What does it mean, the simpleness of God's essence? God has no form. God's essence has no form. God is a true pshitas, has true formlessness, and therefore God could also manifest as the all, as all that exists, because because God is pshitas, because God is truly simple, has absolutely no form, is negated from any form whatsoever, therefore God could also manifest as kalim, levushim, oisius, as letters and garments and shells and everything in the world. And so the Baal Shem Tov taught that when you see a Jew that's a simple Jew, what does it mean a simple Jew? Ani li. What's in a marriage? After all the poems and songs and courses and workshops and therapy and everything explaining what love and what marriage is, what it is is something that's undefinable. A relationship with God is like a marriage. It's not conditioned on any, it's ups and downs, it's life itself. My Zaidi was, the, was a, the first person to open up a shul in the morning. He could barely understand what it said in the Siddur. He didn't know what the words meant when he would daven. But he would daven three times a day his whole life. He davened three times a day. He actually opened up his fruit store in Williamsburg because when he first came to this country, they told him that he asked to be Michal Shabbos. And he, the first one or two Shabbos, he, he did work and he came home crying to my grandmother that he couldn't do it. So that's why he opened up a store in Williamsburg where the Hasidim were and he had plenty of aggravation. I don't want to say anything against Jews, but my grandfather always taught me that to be Ehrlich... To be Ehrlich, as Rabbi, the great Rabbi A.J. Heschel taught, Ehrlich means pious, piety. But being pious, being piety is not dependent on what you wear. Because there are some people, and again, I don't want to say, it doesn't matter, don't judge a person by what they wear. That's what my Zaidi taught me. You know what you judge a person by? By If you're a person of God, a person that has a relationship with Hashem. And like Rabbi A.J. Heschel explains at great length in his writings when he talks about piety. <clears throat> it's not something, it's not one thing that can be defined. My Zaidi was the type of Jew, and if you know those Jews that went through the Holocaust, you, you, then you know Jews that were like that. 
that the relationship with God was so real. When they talked about the Rebbeinu Shalom, it wasn't, he couldn't explain to you Rambam or Al-Bag, you know. But, you know, when you were in a concentration camp, and my grandfather wasn't in Auschwitz, his wife, my grandmother was. He was by the Mukatab or by the Hungarian labor camps, which they weren't a picnic, but they weren't as bad as Auschwitz. But when you're in those kind of places, or Al-Bag, or being able to say a pilpal on a toysvist is not going to get you through. I mean, there were some people, great tzaddikim, that through a toysvist, through thinking about Torah, but the Baal Shem Tov taught the most basic, most beautiful, most simple and deepest and truest relationship of Ani L'doidi V'doidi Li is one that's formless, that's simple, that's not based on anything. It just is. It just is. Like the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya chapter 18, a Jew can't be separated from God because a Jew and God is one thing. It just is. It's so simple and formless that no matter what the circumstance is, a Jew connects with Hashem. No matter what the because it has no form, just like God is formless, He's ain't soft, therefore He can manifest as everything. One who's truly simple, who simply talks to God, really, it's not something complicated. That non-complicated, not extraordinary, relationship is what it means to be a Jew in the deepest way. Well, like Rabbi Simcha Bunim Pashischa said, what's the greatest compliment you could ever give a person? Being smart, being wise, being kind, being a Jew, and all those other adjectives just reveal that you're a Jew. The simpleness of being a Jew means ef sharklal. It's impossible to be separated from God. There's no form. There's no. It's not just conditions or levels or. Uh, those are all forms and they're all important. But ani ledoidi means that a Jew knows that God and you just are. And when you open up a sitter, you just speak about that. 